how are you evaluating the value of your marketing materials? There are traditional methods and there are tomorrow's methods. We'll show you how to improve how you look at and analyze your data using multi-channel attribution. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Growth Marketing for Martians. I am your host, Jeff Lambert. I am joined, as always, by my partner, Rogelio Rodriguez. Rod, how are you doing today? Hey, Jeff, I'm doing well. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm doing well. For those of you who are listening, you can't see Rod's beautiful hunting shirt that he's wearing. (laughs) Ready to go into the forest and cat dinner, which you actually just did recently, didn't you? Yes, yes, I did. Uh, Went up to Alabama with some friends and got the opportunity to get some uh, fresh venison. And it's been delicious, too. He shared some of his catch with me. So much appreciated, Rod. Absolutely. (laughs) So for today's topic, what we're going to be discussing is how marketers and business owners can really find out what they're doing is of value, the content they're creating. What type of value is it bringing back in terms of the customers you're attracting? And is it turning into solid leads? And you know, is it just being put out there or is it actually serving a purpose? And there are ways to go about this. There are traditional ways, like we talked about, and then there are better ways to do this. And one of those ways is through using multi-channel attribution, which we're going to talk about more in a minute. Before we dive into that, Rod, let's talk about now, today, what a lot of companies are doing when it comes to rating the value of their marketing materials. What's the traditional approach that we see a lot of businesses doing now? Sure. Great question. I think traditionally, they evaluate the value of their marketing at materials with uh, brand awareness, right? A real, real warm and fuzzy metric. They also tend to review engagement for select assets. You know, it shows if a blog post or white paper, for example, performed well by earning views, by clicks, comments, and all those different numbers or or data points. They also tend to look at attribution, but likely not in great detail, right? Um, Perhaps they examine attribution equally at first uh, and last touch which is somewhat helpful, but not granular enough to understand what's really happening across the buyer's journey and really, really get to the point of, of what it is, which is like understanding what your return on investment is from your marketing efforts. Yeah. So I guess these surface level data points that we tend to look at, and we, we all do it, you know, whether it's on social media or like you said, whether we're looking at our blog stats, Oh, you know, I got a thousand views this month or I got 20 likes or five comments. Like those are those are easy things to find, and those are easy things to give yourself a pat on the back for. But you know, why are just looking at some of these surface level data points an outdated practice? Sure. Well, we have deep level insights into many channels of marketing, and can know which ones or combinations are outperforming with our particular target audience. And along with the individual buyer's journey, marketing is no longer about one asset or one campaign but really a whole suite of marketing activities and how they're impacting your organization's revenue. And, and data now has removed much of the guesswork from our marketing. Uh, we can objectively know the quality uh, of our campaigns, for example, by looking at open rates, click-through rates, and conversion percentages. In the end, right, what we're trying to get to is, is return on investment uh, so that we can know on a granular, granular level how much we pay for what we get in return for, for revenue itself. 
it's wonderful news for marketers because it empowers us to be able to show how we are directly impacting the business and and, and the company uh, through revenue. Yeah, it makes sense. And so, you know, what I hear you saying overall is it's not enough to just look at one or two points. You know, like you could, again, look at the stats from your blog, look at the stats from social media, but that's only telling you two disjointed pieces of information. It's important to see how those work together. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So multi-channel attribution is a method for being able to do this more effectively. Can you give us a, when we start off with, I guess, kind of a surface level definition of what multi-channel attribution is and how it works? Sure. Multi-channel attribution and marketing defines how marketers and organizations assess the value, specifically the ROI, the return on investment of different channels that con- and connect that connect them to potential customers. So the channels may include paid media, website conversions, organic growth, a special email marketing campaign, public relations, et cetera. So we're taking all those data points and we're putting them together to try and get a full view of how the customer is getting from start to finish and what's working and what's not. You know, as I was reading about this topic, there's different methods you can use, different models you can use for being able to uh, implement multi-channel attribution. Can you talk to me about some of the models that are most commonly used by successful brands right now? Sure. I'll, I'll go through three models. There's a linear time decay and U-shaped. Mm-hmm. So the linear model gives us equal credit or provides equal credit to each and every marketing touch point. Well, uh, that, they look at it as long as they interact with it, it counts. Right. Absolutely. Time decay, uh, it gives us equal credit to each marketing touch touch point, but diminishes credit to touch points that are further back in time, uh, in the time that they occurred. So as an example of that, Rod, if I download an ebook early on, like my first visit to a website, and I still haven't made a purchase maybe two months down the road, using this model would give less value to that ebook and making the consumer get to the purchase point? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And the last one is U-shaped, right? It gives a credit to marketing touch points that occurred first and last. So in this model, it measures the first asset that attracted a potential customer and the last asset that converted the audience member to a customer. Now, in your experience or any of these, do they jump out at you as being more effective than others? No, I mean, it depends on what you're trying to analyze and what you're trying to achieve. I think they have their, their place in each myriad of situations where you're reporting. I think you can see the effectiveness of different assets differently, right? Like it's almost like a perspective, right? Whether it's linear or, or not. And you can, you can use a combination of them in order to make the best decisions on, on your marketing and what to do next. Makes sense. You know, I guess since we're talking about a newer method to be able to bring all this data together to really look for what's effective and what's not. Mm-hmm. Every model, every strategy has its downsides. We know this and we're talking about taking a different approach, but we should also really highlight ways that it may not be the perfect option, the silver bullet. Can you talk about some downsides of using multi-channel attribution? Sure. It's important to be cautious of of some marketing activities that could accidentally skew the data in a direction that may actually create an, an outlier event. These might include bot website traffic, enhanced email open rates uh, due to firewall security, or maybe a, a spelling mistake in your subject line, an atypical client revenue gain, uh, or mislabeling, or or false date ranges as well, uh, can create miscorrelations and all those a, a series of different a- activities that may may cause a, an issue in really 
gathering the right information from from the the data itself, right? Um, and another one is, is measurement, right? Every marketing asset and campaign must be tied to a data source in order to be able to capture the complete picture of what's happening. If it's not the case, then your team is going to be reviewing data that will likely not be accurate. That makes sense. You really have to think about what what points you want to look at. Once my business has gone through the steps of thinking about what data are we going to look at to measure effectiveness, what marketing materials are we going to create and track, where can I start in terms of tools, Robert? How can I start doing multi-channel attribution and have some help from digital platforms that are out there? Sure. Uh, I mean, there's a myriad of tools out there. We've we've seen and used uh, several of them. So I'll just go uh, with the top four. You know, Adjust, Apps Flyer, Attribution, and, and HubSpot are the ones that we we've had experience with and, and use it often. So Adjust, uh, it's a focus on mobile marketing. Adjust provides insight into the user's entire journey and how behaviors compare across cohort audiences. They track mobile, mobile web, in-app ads. TV, OTT, and organics. OTT equals over the top. This includes live streaming channels like Netflix. AppFlyer, that delivers real-time performance analytics that delivers all campaigns and audience segments in a unified dashboard. So they offer customized solutions for a variety of industries, including e-commerce, health, food and beverage, financial services. Attribution, another tool, is for B2B and B2C organizations it automates the data collection, builds custom attribution models, uh, manages affiliate marketing channels, and delivers actionable reporting with intuitive uh, dashboards. And then, lastly, I mean HubSpot. It's you know we're obviously HubSpot partners, um, and uh, we love the tool. We use it internally. HubSpot has got, come a long way in creating a, a a way to report on on multi-channel attribution. They have a, already a great analytics platform based on on the Google Analytics. Um, channel but now uh, they've they've actually created a more robust dashboard system where you can track multiple channels even offline sources a lot better than you could before those are great tips rod and you know I guess overall to close it out multi-channel attribution is it worth marketers time in your experience to give this a shot sooner than later absolutely I, I think it, it's the future right uh, every move that we make is needs to be measured and and they need to be you need to have the, the right tools in place to measure that those moves and then also be able to communicate effectively as to the results of your campaigns whereas in the past right like I, I, I remember a quote from I think it was Ogilvy he said that like 50 percent of advertising uh, advertising of uh, the money you spend on advertising works but you just don't know which 50%, right? In this case, you know exactly how your, your money works for you and, and generates new business for your, bit, for your, your company. So as, as a marketer, I think it's, it's very needed and I don't see a marketing future without it. Yeah, more insights are always going to provide smarter decisions when it comes to the money that you're spending. And it's always going to lead to just better results overall, whether it's driving more traffic or closing more sales. Absolutely. Rod, thanks so much for coming on the show and discussing this topic with us. Thank you, Jeff. Attention fellow marketers, managers, and business owners. This podcast is brought to you by Risen, a revenue growth firm focused on innovative strategies and proven tactics to scale your business. Learn more about how they can help you by visiting gorisen.com. 
Thanks for joining us, and until then, keep reaching for the stars. <laughs>